1: This episode is made possible by our sponsor, Happy Brain Podcast. This won't be news to you. Mental health is important. Your mental well being sets a tone for your love life. And if you're not in a good mental state, dating won't be so enjoyable. However, mental health can seem so heavy sometimes. So this will be news to you. There is a way to improve your mental health and actually have fun doing it. That's where the Happy Brain Podcast can help. In less than 15 minutes, Heather Parody explores outside the box ways to not only improve your mental health, but have a freaking great time doing it. Some of my favorite episodes talk about hypnosis, why you should create an alter ego, and what the heck a laughter club is. You'll have to listen to find out. I've also found some of the episodes to be great icebreakers on dates. So who says the conversation around mental health has to feel like a massive chore? Search for the Happy Brain Podcast with Heather Parody today and start making your mental health journey and your brain a little happier. I love wine, but sometimes it can get
0: really expensive, which is why I'm so excited that today's episode is brought to you by Last Bottle Wines.
1: The Dateable Podcast is an insider's look into modern dating that The Huffington Post calls one of the top 10 podcasts about love and sex. On each episode, we'll talk to real daters about everything from sex parties to sex droughts, date fails to diaper fetishes, and first moves to first loves. I'm your host, USU former dating coach turned dating sociologist. You'll also hear from my co-host and producer, Julie Kraftchik as we explore this crazy dateable world. Hello, friends, welcome to another episode of the dateable podcast. We're still in the off season, but it doesn't mean that we stop giving you content. This is just what we consider extra stuff that we can bring you. It's an extra episode before we fully launch into season 14. 14. How you doing, Julie?
0: <laughs> yeah, it's more of just you a, and I. I love hey friends. I think that's a great way to greet everyone because I do feel like our listeners are our friends sometimes. They are. I actually meant to say this on a past episode, but I was at a crab feed before COVID hit again, and I got stopped by a listener that said that she thought she recognized me in the bathroom. <laughs> And, like, on the dance floor, came over to me. So it's always super fun to have that happen in person. And then
1: that happened at a previous crap feed as well.
0: It does. But then when someone says they saw you in the bathroom, it made me be like, oh, my God, what was I doing in there? You know, like, you know, like, the moments that you're (laughs) like, not that I was doing anything bad in the bathroom, but you know what I mean? Like, you don't think anyone's, like, watching you, and then maybe someone is? (laughs) like well, did well, i wash like, my
1: hands long enough you know like stuff oh, like i'm like were you taking a massive dump and someone's <laughs> like i recognize that girl
0: <laughs> you know UA, we got we got digged on a review for talking about number twos too much which i thought was extremely funny because so funny it doesn't i didn't think it happened that much but we brought it back today so
1: i would love for that listener to let us know which episodes we talked about number two so much because i remember one episode but maybe there were others that i blacked out through so i would i would like to know
0: yep reviews are definitely always fun to read you know it's the internet we try not to take them too personally sometimes of course there's some phenomenal reviews so plug to all the wonderful listeners out there that want to help us out by leaving a great review there's definitely those on there but every so often there is one that's just funny like these people talk about number twos too much
1: yeah it's whatever is like going on in your life at the time it kind of is related to your review but if you ever want to just get a good laugh out of reviews, read reviews for mattresses on Amazon. Just, I can spend hours reading them because people always talk about how they test the mattress and they like to talk about their threesomes or their (laughs) orgies, (laughs) and if it broke the mattress or not people are quite edgy on amazon i i had no idea it's like a flex
0: to leave a mattress review they're just like want to share their personal lives
1: yeah they're like oh 90 day money back guarantee well i had three orgies and the (laughs) mattress did not last so i'm returning it this mattress sucks
0: i really hope they just resell that to someone else (laughs) after Can't wait to get a new mattress. Yeah.
1: Oh, hey, look at this open box item. It's just a little bit, don't mind the stain. Not worth the 50% off discount.
2: Anyways, we
0: um, have some good (laughs) content in store that's not about number twos, not about mattresses. Although you never know, it might go there. Never know. But we are going to talk about our 2022 dating predictions. We do this every year. And I I would say that we're pretty spot on. We did not predict COVID because no one could. But we did predict that video was going to have a resurgence that year. And it did. We just didn't Mm -mm. know the cause but we knew the effect
1: yes well we've been predicting video for a while so there's that <laughs> so every year we just give the same prediction. one year it's gonna hit. <laughs> one day it will actually happen but I think we are pretty good at this it's like we have the magic eight ball on what's gonna happen in the year and we're of course we're not always right but I think we're more right than wrong yeah so yeah, yeah. I'm pretty impressed by that. our streak so far <laughs>
0: And we had a really exciting week. We actually were on a New York Public Radio.
1: All of it with Allison Stewart. I always think it's fun when we
0: do radio. This is our sec- third time doing radio. One time we actually got to go into the studio back in the day. I remember that in San Francisco. But we also did a Canadian public oh, radio. A million years ago. I know. Back in the day when you could actually go. But the beauty of all this virtual is that we can do New York Public Radio from our homes in san francisco and la
1: that's true and we did have to wake up early but it was worth it it was worth <laughs> it it was damn worth it and it was more worth it because okay a couple things with this this show it's a call-in show so there were a few callers that you know came in with their questions and or they just want to vent about their dating life and then they also <laughs> took dms from instagram which i thought was very progressive of them but the best part was um i don't know maybe julie you should tell that no you should tell this part the best part was the end of our segment. Oh,
0: my God. This is the biggest fail I think I've ever had is, you know, on this show, we ha- we're have we pretty unfiltered. We can say whatever we want. We can just throw that explicit content label up on Apple Podcasts, and we're good to go. I forgot that on radio that you cannot be so free with your words. <laughs> so the last part, Allison was asking us, just, I think, what was it, like, the biggest opportunities as daters in 2022?
1: Or anything you want to add. Anything you want to add, right? <laughs> it was
0: so wide open. It was anything you want to add. And I started talking, and then I went to, this is the year that people just need to cut through the bullshit, basically, is what I was trying to say. Uh-huh. And all of a sudden, UA and I were off the air. <laughs> and- <laughs> It definitely (laughs) registered to me as this was happening. It just cut to like, and thanks for joining. (laughs) You know, like the end. And the producer got on the phone with me and was like, yeah, you can't say that on the air. We'd love to have (laughs) you guys back, though, but not that. (laughs) And UA listened to the replay, though, and they just cut it. There's no beep. There's no bullshit. Hopefully we got some new listeners from there. I saw some people joining our Facebook group, Love the Time of Corona, which is awesome. So if anyone was on that show and is now at the podcast, now you know the behind the scenes.
1: If with any live show, they expect shit like this. <laughs> Literal shit <laughs> like you this. can't stop saying it. <laughs> <laughs> well, because, you know, you just never know what, you can't control what comes out of your guest's mouth. So there is a, a like a five second delay so they can cut if they need to and, and words like bullshit don't get on air so what you do hear in the final product is Julie like in the middle of a thought and (laughs) then she wraps up Allison wraps up the segment and it's kind of disjointed and jarring at the same time but also uh, we think it's hilarious now in <laughs> hindsight because Julie broke public radio.
0: <laughs> you were so funny because you didn't know what happened. The producer only it was we were on individual phone lines. So you texted me after you're just like what happened? Why did we just get cut at the end? Like what well, I was happened? like that was awkward. Yeah and I was like uh
1: that's my fault. <laughs> it's all good it was the end of the segment anyway and it makes for a good laugh that segment was really fun because it's new york based so the callers were all based in new york somewhere and i thought i don't know if you noticed this julie a lot of their questions were about how they had started relationships or dating you know, a few months ago, and then now because of COVID and because of cold weather, I would assume Mm -hmm. that these relationships have dissipated a little bit because they Mm -hmm. haven't seen each other IRL. And I kept thinking and I didn't make this comment because I didn't have the chance that a lot of this is kind of regional because Mm -hmm. I think in California, we can still have these outdoor dates and go on hikes and go do outdoor dining. But in states like New York, you can only stay out for an IRL for so no. long before your fingers freeze off, so it is interesting because you have to keep the relationship going, but you can't like meet in person as much.
0: Yeah, and there was other comments about you know delaying life milestones like moving in, mm-hmm. and I think mm-hmm. that definitely can apply many places. But I could see in New York where housing is already tight. That yes. being, you know, now it's your home office, now it's your work, and now you're sharing it with another human being and having two people potentially remote. Working—that's that's like nuts in whatever what four hundred square feet. Like I think that does Ooh, change. that's huge. <laughs> that's huge for New two hundred square feet, but that changes things. You know what I mean? I feel like even in my current place, I'm like, ah, this would be hard with two people, and I'm like, wait, that's like. So so much more spacious, just given where we live. And other parts of the country are probably a zillion more times spacious than San Francisco and LA.
1: It's fascinating. It's really fascinating, especially with the, the weather, the uh, city constraints. It it does make your dating a little different. Mm-hmm. It's nuanced from city to city. So we love to hear more of that because I didn't even think about weather impeding on your relationship till we did that call with her. Yeah,
0: we do really need that resident dating expert that we ta- yes. our resident dater that we talked about last week, because last time this year during our bonus segment, remember, I did the hinge, mm-hmm. like I just changed my location and went to different places in hinge and yep. in virtual location, virtual travel, I'd say.
1: Yep. And Chicago was good.
0: Yeah, it was super interesting. So I think we need to get that again. So get those applications in who wants to be the resident dater. <laughs>
1: Uh, It's unpaid, I just want to make that clear, okay? (laughs) (laughs) We pay you in recognition.
0: Yeah. It's your 15 minutes of fame.
1: Should we get to our predictions? Yeah, let's uh, do it. You know,
0: no need to hold back because we got some good ones. We're going to both start with our top three mm-hmm. and then we'll add some extra ones in at the end because we always like to add the good stuff at the end. Yep. I think the biggest one that I could see is this hesitating concept. Mm-hmm. I love this term so much. Plenty of fish coined it. I think it's a great term because it really means that you're hesitating, right? But hesitating, play on words. Mm
1: -hmm. For anyone that didn't get that, I'm (laughs) sure
0: most of our listeners did.
1: Thanks, Julie, for (laughs) explaining that. I kept thinking you're saying it wrong.
0: (laughs) But I think hesitating is the state of the world that we're in, especially with Omicron. I think people want to date, especially given the last couple years. We've done a lot of self-reflection, want to get back out there. But this variant is so much more contagious than other variants so I know if I was dating right this minute I would probably be very concerned meeting people in real life even though I want to so definitely feel like we're gonna go back to 2020 in the sense of doing more virtual dates at least in January and maybe beginning of February until this wave passes a bit but you know there's a reason why dating apps blew up in those early months it's still an alternative to doing something rather than nothing
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's such a good term because it describes, even just by saying the word, like you feel the feelings of it. Hesitating. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, People are definitely taking a pause. And if you're feeling this way, we know you're not alone because we've heard many people are in the same boat. Uh, I think a major prediction I have is sober dating. I Mm. think sober dating is going to make it splash. It's a virgin splash this year. (laughs) <laughs> I think because 2020 and 2021 people were over drinking at home, oh, yeah. you know, especially during the lockdowns. And I, I think people have seen the effects of over drinking possibly. And I know a lot of people who are doing the whole like dry for six months of 2022. Mm. And also in the last year, there have been six or seven major companies that have come out with non-alcoholic yeah. alcoholic drinks. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like mocktails or non Non-alcoholic beer. It, it's. Interesting because they're trying to mimic the flavor of delicious cocktails without the alcohol. Yeah. And I can see this going into restaurants and bars more. And ultimately, and we've talked about this, is that sober dating helps you gauge chemistry so much better than when yes. you're under liquid courage and under a foggy brain and you go home with someone or you think you had a really great time, then you wake up the next day, sober up and think, hmm, did we have a good time? I don't remember. <laughs> did we have a connection? What was his name again? I don't know. So I think there is a a huge need for people to want to be more clear headed this year, uh, Mm -hmm. especially when it comes to dating.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm doing dry January. I haven't heard dry first six months. but (laughs) I feel like I felt that I think it's just like the last six months, eight months has just been a lot of drinking back at it again. Yep. And I just needed a refresh. And remember, Yue, when we used to try to sneak where not even try, we did. Remember when we snuck kombucha into bars? Because there were so many times that we just wanted to go out, but not get drunk. And I think I'm really excited. I hope there is a world where there's more mocktails and kombucha just ready to buy. Because I, for me personally, it's less about the drinking and more of the social element that I'm kind of missing or feel like I'll miss. Even in this dry January, I mean, right now is a little weird because I don't really want to go to bars anyway so it's actually like the perfect time to be doing dry january with covid mm-hmm. but that is definitely like if this became six months i wouldn't want to not ever go out again so right. having options would be really great and especially for dates um i mean i think it's great because it will push what a first date can be a little further mm-hmm. but there is something about being at a bar that has like a sexy environment to it that yes that's the mood right
1: i agree and then you feel out of place if you don't get a drink or something and if you're only drinking water you want something kind Mm -hmm. of fizzy so it's nice that these companies have come out with these products but also you can just get like soda water yeah with a line that's what i've been doing yeah and that tastes kind of like a vodka soda i'm not gonna lie yeah exactly (laughs) just trick your
0: brain i
1: feel like since
0: season one you've been team sober first kiss so i'm really hoping that it will finally make its comeback i feel like Yes. This one has been kind of like video dating that every year we're like, it's gonna happen. It's, so this
1: is the year sobriety. <laughs> Sobriety's gonna win. Uh, but if you have encountered some sober first kisses, please tag us with hashtag sober first kiss and let us know about your experience because I'm looking for people to, you know, help me with my cause here.
0: Get the movement started. <laughs> Love it. I think my other big prediction and this is kind of a no brainer, but I feel like vaccinations status is really the new political affiliation of 2020. Mm -hmm. You know, it's still a thing, we still have a divided country. But I feel like 2020 was so rampant of what's political side are you on? And I feel like it's now the vaccinated versus the unvaccinated. And there's been a lot of, you know, there's a new term that popped up, there's always a term comvaxability, the phenomenon (laughs) of having compatible views (laughs) pertaining to the vaccine. But I think this (sighs) is so important. Like I think about, you know my current partner and it's like i'm really glad we have similar views on covid and the vaccine and just safety in general because i think it'd be really hard if you didn't mm-hmm. and especially dating someone new there was a match study recently that helen fisher does that's 73 percent of singles reported that they are vaccinated compared to 64 percent of the general u.s population mm, so even more mm. makes sense because you want to meet random people right and maybe kiss and that's probably the fastest way to catch covid right 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 (laughs) and then there was also in that same study two and three singles say they want their dating partners to be vaxxed Mm -hmm. yeah so vaxxed waxed and ready to go i think that's the sentiment this year and i i was um Playing on my friend's dating app, I think I mentioned this last week, and mm-hmm. vaccine status is a thing in Hinge now, and I'm sure it is on many dating apps, and it's front and center, and I'm sure people are putting in their bios, they were back in the day when the vaccine came out, now it's the booster.
1: Yeah, And I think it's good if you just take a screenshot of your vaccine card and put it in your dating profile. I think it's just, you know, there's just like, then people can swipe and see what who they're dealing with and make their decisions that way. Because I personally think what's interesting about COVID is that it hits closer to home than like STIs.
0: Mm -hmm. I think,
1: you know, with the hookup culture, maybe some people weren't as responsible because they were passing the disease to people that they may not know, strangers in the future. But with COVID, you could possibly pass that to your family members, people in your immediate circle. So I think daters are taking this a lot more seriously. And getting that vaccine status is actually more more serious than getting like STI status, Mm -hmm. right? This is a very interesting implication. And we do see that people are taking it seriously.
0: Yeah, I think it's a big piece of the hesitating too, right? Mm. Is that people are prioritizing safety over personal pleasure. And that's the world we live in right now, especially with these new variants that keep getting introduced.
1: Yes, yes, yes. Uh, My second prediction would be solo trips are going Mm -hmm. to be the new new way of meeting people (laughs) because so many people are sick of delaying their vacation plans, waiting for friends to get on board with going somewhere. So people are taking solo trips, booking an Airbnb in the mountains and just doing their own thing. But because so many singles are doing this, your chances of running into other singles on your solo trip are pretty high. So my prediction is this could be like the new way of dating IRL is meeting people on your solo trips.
0: Yeah, I think this is great because I think a lot of people have been cooped up for far too long, want to get out there and travel, aren't you know, kind of are saying, fuck it, like, I'm just gonna do what I want to do. I'm not gonna wait for the perfect scenario. And yeah, what better way to meet people? I think people are itching to meet an IRL, which is kind of a larger prediction, too. I mean, hopefully, there'll be the day that this comes. But I feel like people are going to be out and about stronger. It's going to be like back to the sex of the city days where you go to a bar, people actually talk to you. Once wow. COVID, I think has fully passed, because even when we put up a poll in our Facebook group about topics that people wanted us to talk about this season for season 14, at the top of the list was meet cutes in IRL, mm. which honestly, like was a little surprising to me. I'm not saying that I I get why, but I don't I didn't think there was as much pent up need for this because i think people are just like itching for this
1: yeah crave craving that in-person connection
0: before we get into our next trend let's take a quick break for a few messages from our sponsors
1: this episode is brought to you by Pros. Most of you have probably heard me talk about Pros, the world's most personalized hair care, and I want to update you all on the incredible results I've been seeing since using my customized products, which include a personalized shampoo, conditioner, and a pre-shampoo mask. My hair is now noticeably smoother, and I used to have really frizzy hair, and now it's much easier to tame. I personally really love the pre-shampoo mask because, well, it smells incredible, and it just makes my hair feel even softer. To get started with the personalization process, you take an in-depth hair quiz with questions around where you live, your diet, and your lifestyle. And they even take into account stress. By analyzing over 85 personal factors, Pros determines a unique blend of ingredients to treat your exact concerns. Pros is a healthy hair regimen with your name all over it. Take your free in-depth hair consultation and get 15% off your first order today. Go to Proz.com slash dateable. That's P-R-O-S-E dot com slash D-A-T-E-A-B-L-E for your free in-depth hair consultation and 15% off. This episode is brought to you by the book, The Spanish Daughter by Lorena Hughes. As a child in Spain, the protagonist Puri always knew her passion for chocolate was inherited from her father. But it's not until his death that she learns that she inherited a cacao estate in Vinces, Ecuador, a town nicknamed Paris Chiquito or Little Paris. Eager to claim her birthright, she and her husband set out across the Atlantic Ocean. But it soon becomes clear that someone's not very happy with this. So when a mercenary sent to murder her accidentally kills her husband instead, she dons her husband's clothes and assumes his identity, hoping to stay safe while searching for some answers. Perry confronts new challenges at the hacienda, newfound siblings, hidden affairs, and her father's dark secrets. Then there's this mysterious stranger that she's attracted to, while she's trying to find the enemy who's still at large, threatening the future she is determined to claim. Oh yes, you can find out more about this book, The Spanish Daughter by Lorena Hughes, at kensingtonbooks.com or wherever books are sold. ViaHemp.com and use a code DATEABLE to receive 15% off and one free sample of their sleepy dream gummies. That's ViaHemp.com and use the code D-A-T-E-A-B-L-E at checkout. Take
2: your passion and pleasure to a whole new level with high love from ViaHemp. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices. I think
0: for me, the next major prediction I have is that DTRs are going to happen a lot sooner within the first Mm. month of dating. Mm. And I think it's because, you know, this year has really changed us all. The last two years, I don't want to say year, and I think people that, you know, have been spending a lot of time doing the work and are ready to meet that person and know what they're looking for. Once they find it, they're going to move on it. I think we're kind of cutting through the date talk. The whole date review I think is going out the window. It seems like people are just getting straight to the point now. They're asking like the questions that used to be taboo and, you know, first dates like are just putting it out there. Like it's mm-hmm. not necessarily this dance anymore. It's okay, you know, we we may only have a few times to meet each other, especially once who knows what the next month is gonna look like. I think if people see a connection, they're gonna act on it. Maybe relationship chicken will finally be out the window.
1: Interesting. Yeah, it's like a combination of turbo relationship and like courtship all rolled up in one and people not being so scared to have the DTR conversation because they're like life's too short. (laughs) why wait
0: or it's like you know once this variant passes and we do get back out there in the world it's like i meet someone i want them to be my partner that i don't have to worry about dating and the next time the variant comes
1: (laughs) (laughs) i'm safe it's like musical chairs i found a chair let me sit in it you want to be my chair i just have
0: to worry about what contracting it for one person not zillion people
1: (laughs) So my third prediction is very related to yours, Julie. I I do see that the beginning of a relationship is expedited, but I do think one th- one milestone will be delayed, which is moving in together. Mm. I do think that during the lockdowns and <laughs> the last two years, personal space has been so important, and people have made their own spaces into even better spaces mm-hmm. that it's hard for them to give that up to yeah. share a space space with someone else and I've actually seen this with a lot of my coupled off friends who have now moved into bigger spaces so they can have separate rooms se- separate quarters of the house if you have you know the um, opportunity to do so but I think that couples won't be rushing into moving in together probably keeping their separate spaces like Carrie and Big mm-hmm. but you know still like sleep Keeping at each other's places, but keeping your own thing.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think this is something very real that I'm navigating currently too. It's like, especially working from home all the time, right? It's now not just your living space. And I think if one person isn't working from home, it can work. But if two people are working from home, it can be real challenging.
1: It's so challenging. And people may have spent over a year decorating their own apartment and getting that mattress that they really yes. love after reading through thousands of reviews on Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> so we knew we'd bring it back to mattresses, guys. <laughs> all the orgies they've had in their space—it's hard to give that up. You know all the memories. <laughs> but I think you know—I think I've talked about this. Ideally, I-, I want a space where I have my own side of the house. He has his own side of the house, and then we are communal spaces like the kitchen and the living room.
0: I'll say devil's advocate, though, on this. So my partner and I do um, co-work together. Sometimes Mm -hmm. we still live in separate spaces, but we do co-work. And, you know, we kind of just do our own things during the day. Mm -hmm. But it's fun. It's like you have a little office buddy around. Yeah? Is it fun? I think it's fun. I think it's fun, you know, between meetings. Between
1: meetings. Well, okay. So uh, my... My friend who made a really good point, so her husband started working from home since the pandemic, she was stay at home. And she said what she had to get wrap her head around was the fact that just because he was physically there doesn't mean that he was always available. Yeah. And so she would kind of go into his room and be like, hey, you hungry? You want this? Do you want to talk about this? Let's talk about vacation. He's like, I'm working just yeah. because I'm physically here. Doesn't mean yes. that you can just like knock on my door and I'm not always available. I
0: could see that. I think it, uh, there's so many factors with this one, right? It's like, what space do you live in? Yeah. I think if one person isn't working and the other one is, like you were just saying, I could see that be real hard. Mm-hmm. And then I think, yeah, it's just the demands of the specific jobs and what's happening with the specific, the individual couple. But I do see, I I agree with you. I can see that people definitely have their coveted space a bit more and it could be harder to give up.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Okay, well, those are the top ones. Maybe we could throw in a few others that made the list, but maybe not the top of the list.
1: Yeah, shall we? We want to do that?
0: The one that I had is that, you know, voice is going to become the new video. I think Hinge right now has been experimenting with voice prompts and there's very mixed feelings about them. (laughs) I feel like a lot of people think it's freaking awkward. But let's rewind to when video first came out. Everyone thought that was freaking awkward and now we are on board with it. I do think there's a lot of video fatigue that's happened over the last two years. Mm. In Facebook rooms now, they have the ability to join just audio only clubhouse I don't know where clubhouse is anymore it was all the rage I feel like I never hear anyone talking about it anymore no but these voice activated ones became all the rage for a bit I don't know I think it's it still hasn't the code has not been cracked yet but I think in the upcoming years that will become a lot more prominent on dating apps because people always say that you just never know what someone's gonna sound like it is important to hear their voice in a way
1: <laughs> I just thought of I just thought of a prediction related to that. And it wasn't on my original list, but I'm gonna throw this out there. I think voice catfishing is gonna happen. It's gonna be a thing now. There are so many apps out there that can change your voice. (laughs) On Facebook portal, you can do that when you call your family. You can change your voice into a different (laughs) tone. You can sound like a chipmunk if you want to. Some people are very self-conscious of their voice, so maybe to attract more people, people would enhance their voices a little bit. And then you meet them in person and you think, wow, you sound totally different in person. Well, that's why I think that it's going
0: to be the new video, because I feel like people now are finally comfortable with video. But it took a long time to get there. And mm-hmm. I do think people are extremely uncomfortable about hearing their own voice. We even get that on the podcast. Yeah. Some of our guests are like, I couldn't listen because I didn't want to hear my voice. You know? Yeah. I think it, it's it's going to happen, though, in the next year or maybe two years. It might take two years.
2: Mm,
1: that's a okay. I'm excited to see what that's all about. I know a few dating apps have tried to start with just audio, mm-hmm. and I don't know what happened to them, but it, yeah. Maybe they'll come back. Let's see what happens. Some other ones, I guess, for on my original list would be people prioritizing self care before mm-hmm. dating. Self care is so important, and I think those last minute dates are just not going to happen anymore. Um, people are going to say no. You know, if you get asking me out this today for t- tonight, I'm not going to do it because I rather do the thing that I really want to do, which is taking care of myself.
0: I mean, I've thought that for years. That <laughs> it shouldn't be around someone else's schedule but it's like how could dating fit into my life obviously Mm. you want to work with the other person too but i would never just drop something to go on a
1: date ever but many people would i know i know i
0: remember there was like someone posted something on facebook about like how do you you know like not take these last minute dates so you don't spend your whole day planning it around this Mm -hmm. date and i'm like wait you need a planning the date around your day, not the day around your date.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think because people have had time to to focus on themselves and to think about self-care, that this becomes a priority above squeezing in dates whenever you can. I hope so. I hope so too.
0: Another thing I hope is that dating apps will finally get rid of the race filters and the height ones while we're at it.
1: (laughs) Is it? Are still some of them that have the race filters? They're still
0: there. They're still there. Hinge has it. Hinge a bunch has it yep. still. Mm-hmm. And you can say how important it is to you. I think <gasps> it's going to become obsolete. Remember when Match used to have body types? That's oh, gone. Yes. yes. <laughs> I think height yes. eventually will be gone too. I don't think there's any reason to have that on there either. Just make an mm. assumption. It's like body type. Make an assumption based on the photo. You don't, you don't need to spell it out and like filter people out because of it.
1: Mm. Mm. Oh, that would be it. I. Can, I'm just floored at that. Some apps still have it. Yep. Yeah. The height one is, I don't know. I don't know if they'll ever do away with that one. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know. People seem to still think that is so important. I know. Um, it's fascinating. So arbitrary, arbitrary. But no
0: one in real, like if you meet someone in real life, you're not like, how tall are you? <laughs> you know? Right. You just assess how they feel with you.
1: Right. Does anyone so really chemistry. know the
0: difference between five eight and 5'10 or even 6 feet? <laughs> No, like no one's out there with their measuring stick. I so know. ridiculous. Just see if it feels like a good fit
1: to you. Right, right. All right. Uh, another one I have would be, um, I think dating apps will try to couple mental health with mm-hmm. the, with swiping now. So maybe it's like a mental health check-in before mm. you even start getting matches. Maybe it's um, checking checking some filters on how... What you're currently feeling that you can match with other people on the, on the same wavelength. Because how you truly feel once you open that app is. It's pretty damn important.
0: Yeah, I think mental health has, I mean, it's been so front and center the last couple years. And I think therapy is probably the hottest thing someone can put in a profile. I believe Logan even put forward a study at Hinge that when someone saw that someone did therapy, their attraction to them went up. So that would never have happened even like five years ago, I feel like. So I think it's going to become more front and center for sure. I think the last one I'll comment on is... I mean, I said this before, but I think IRL meeting is going to have a huge comeback. But let's talk about when you first meet, even in our IRL from a dating app. You know how it's always that you went in for the hug? Mm-hmm. There's no way that's going to be the great no.
1: anymore. No, no. Even though I
0: still find people go in for the hug. Yeah. But I think there's going to become that's going to become obsolete eventually. Because yeah. I think especially with strangers that you've never met before, it's just so aggressive.
1: Yeah, yeah. Do you see, like when you're watching TV and they hug on TV, do you kind of cringe? I do. I'm like, oh my God, they just hugged.
0: I don't it's so awkward because I feel like even with COVID when you're out and about people will hug you like people you Mm -hmm. have like friends that you haven't seen in a while or like friendly acquaintances I was out for dinner with a friend and like someone she knew came by and their boyfriend like shook my hand I'm like can you not but like you can't say anything to them and it's always one of those things especially when it's a hug in the moment I'm like okay this is normal and then after I'm like I don't Mm. wish that didn't happen. So I feel like a lot of people are probably thinking that, and they're probably only doing it because what else do you do? That fist bump never took off, or the arm bump. So <laughs> the I elbow feel like bump. the elbow bump. Yeah, someone needs to come up with a replacement hug. Just say mm. maybe it's like blowing kisses as you come in the door. Oh my kidding. god, that would be so
1: weird to do with a stranger. So weird. so weird. What if we all carried around like uh like an arm extension, you know, and then you just like. <laughs> like a ruler
0: because that's less weird than blowing (laughs) kisses to have an arm extension
1: your artificial hand can shake their artificial hand I just love that you're
0: like that's so weird to blow kisses but you know what's better an arm extension
1: (laughs) I just get weirder Let's get weirder with that.
0: I think someone should bring an arm extension out to a date. That'd be amazing.
1: Yeah, you can use it to open bathroom doors and to shake your date's
0: hand. <laughs> can like tap the waitress on the shoulder with it. There's so many things you can do.
1: Yeah, you can go as far as you want. You can yeah. like catch the bus.
0: I like... think we're both not dating right now. <laughs> please,
1: what do you mean? I'd please let us know it. if
0: you use an arm extension and how that works out for you. For the record, we're not recommending that.
1: (laughs) It'd be so great. And then you're like going for the hug, like by hooking their shoulder with it. Although it could
0: be funny. You know, people need a shared experience that breaks the ice a little. There you go. Two in one.
1: I love that. Yeah. Like for your next first date, Postmate them, an arm extension. So you both show up and- Where do you even get an arm extension? I I don't know. From dot datablepodcast.com slash arm extension. We're selling them now. 1999.
0: <laughs> this is our new business line, guys.
1: You <laughs> can but. do like different
0: arms, like different <laughs> different jewelry on the
1: okay. Oh, we're, we're,
0: we're, we're, we're transitioning topics. <laughs> Speaking of actual offers from the datable podcast, <laughs> oh. we are so excited because our 22 day dating app Reset Challenge is now live. Mm-hmm. So you probably got the email. If you didn't, just go to findingyourperson.com apps and you can register. This is only going to be available until February 14th. We're getting cut off right midnight, right on the dot February 14th. So get on it. Get on it, people.
1: After 22 days of this challenge, you're going to be using dating apps in a in a way that you've never used them before. So why not try something new for the new year and set the tone for the rest of the year so that you can slay the dating apps? <laughs>
0: I mean, I personally love dating apps and I know I'm in the minority. <laughs> I do. I met my partner on a
1: dating app. Yep, I met a yep. past
0: boyfriend on a dating app. I've met actually a lot of great people on dating apps, even if they didn't become actual significant others. I feel like it actually just kind of kills me inside when I hear people talk about their disdain for them. Because while I don't think it needs to be the only way you meet someone, it certainly is not. But why cut out this great avenue of all these people? Mm -hmm. And I said this to both of my significant others that I met off dating apps, then I would never have met them. Like Mm there's no connection. And I mean, I would be so sad if I didn't meet my current partner. That's such like that's just from a swipe like it's so crazy when you think about it but if you can get to a place that you really like see them for what they are an introduction to people that you would not meet Mm -hmm. it can be a beautiful thing and especially with covid right now i know people are like well i don't know But at the same time, what are the other options? Dating apps have been the prominent way to meet people. And we're going to, you know, obviously the goal is to eventually get out there and meet people in real life from the dating apps. But even doing the 22 days of prep up until then or within that will really set you up once this variant is much more under control. And video dates.
1: <laughs> Dating apps aren't out to get you. No. They were not designed that way. They're actually meant to facilitate connection and to help you and to open up your options. It's just the way we've been using them that fucks us over. But that's why we came up with this challenge, because it'll yeah. help you reframe how you how you use the apps, what your behavior is like on the apps, and then like expectations. You, know, yeah.
0: you and I spent a while coming up with all these like tactics and tips and tricks and hacks even though we don't like hacks sometimes with dating apps you gotta do a few hacks. Yeah, some and- hacks <laughs> I think that's the area that I'm not above it <laughs> We came up with a bunch of stuff that made dating apps, a pleasant experience. Look, no one's going to say that it's super fun in any way, but the more you can make it feel not dreading the second job, all of that. It's just the way you show up is going to be so different.
1: I told my parents about the dating apps today. I mean, they know about it, but I, you know, went in depth about what they do, and they were both so envious. Yeah. <laughs> they both said, I if I had that, you know, during my time, I could have met so many great people and although they're madly in love at the time, you know, it would have been fun to see what the other options are like out there. And they think it is such a privilege that it we is. have this opportunity to use dating apps. So let's exercise that privilege. We
0: forget
1: the privilege that we have. We do forget yes. that. And,
0: you know, it's we can say abundance of choice is causing problems, but at the end of the day, we're all looking for this person to spend our life with. Don't we want options? That's not yes. a bad thing. Yes.
1: Yes, yes, yes. Okay. So, well, yeah, don't don't forget um get on that challenge cuz it closes on February 14th. So you can sign up anytime between now and until Valentine's Day. Yep.
0: So, findingyourperson.com/apps cool
1: okay well those are our dating predictions again we're not psychic okay but there's a disclaimer here but if these do come true give us credit especially that
0: voice activated one i know it's happening
1: and the arm extender the arm extender somehow
0: that made up
1: the list <laughs>
0: okay. you heard it here first get your arm extender
1: let's wrap this up before i come up with the other extenders that you can put on your body All right we'll leave you again. all to your imagination on that one huh, so what is penetration again? okay um hey six feet apart right <laughs> gotta stay six feet apart <laughs> maybe we should skip the arm extend and go to the other socially distanced sex just yeah. has never felt so good <laughs>
0: Okay. I love when we get delirious. <laughs>
1: okay. Wrapping this up. Stay dateable. The Dateable Podcast is part of the Frolic Podcast Network. Find more podcasts you'll love at frolic.media slash podcasts. Want to continue the conversation? First, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter with the handle at Dateable Tag us in any post with the hashtag stay dateable and trust us, we look at all those posts. Your feedback is valuable to us, so don't forget to leave us a review. And most importantly, remember to stay dateable.
2: At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward with each new idea, innovation and partnership.